Well, listen, I'm going to be real honest with you. I talked to a lot of people, and over the course of these years, I've talked to a lot of people. And frankly, some of them I'm not that fond of. But I love Kathleen Madigan. I love Kathleen Madigan. She always makes me laugh. And she's coming to Chicago Theater. And if you don't go, it's your fault. Ladies and gentlemen, Kathleen Madigan. How are you? Well, I'm good. I'm glad I fall into the category of uh, not not the people you hate talking to. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I hate them. But, you know, when you're doing a talk show, you talk to a lot of people. And some of them, yeah, I don't need to talk to them anymore. But you, you, I'm always thrilled when you're on the podcast and live from my office or on the radio on WLS. Um, all right, so let's start in the Midwest because that's where I am. That's where you're from. Uh, have you been back to St. Louis lately? All the time, yes. And this summer, a bunch. Um, and all I have siblings there, cousins there, and then uh, I got old parents. So um, there's health emergencies every about eight and a half seconds. So I am <laughs> back there. There's so many health emergencies. I don't even know which ones I'm supposed to take seriously. <laughs> When you say you're driving to the hospital because he might be having a heart attack and I say, let me talk to him. And you say, no, he's driving. I'm not sure that's a heart attack. That's probably not it. (laughs) So, so are you living on WebMD or have you just got a bunch of doctors on speed dial or how's it work? You know, well, they're, they're controlling things because they're, they're at that eight where they're so stubborn. Like they were in St. Louis and this is, Last September, the weather was perfect, and they're like, we're driving out of Florida. I'm like, Dad, there's a hurricane coming. Hurricane Ida coming straight to Sarasota. He goes, you, you're you not going to tell me you believe that, do you? I go, yeah, I believe, I believe in weather, Dad. I believe in science. I believe Jim Cantori. I believe, uh, yeah. They left a seven, perfect Midwest 75-degree fall day and drove directly into a hurricane. And your, dad, and I, and your dad's a smart guy. Yeah. Well, then my mom said, see, she went to college and finished. I, she said, I don't know why you're so worked up about what we do. We're on the Pacific side. I, okay. I go, wow. You went to college and just said that out loud. You think the Gulf of Mexico is the Pacific ocean. Okay. Well, you guys have fun then. Oh, um, well, it's hard to worry about them when they have it all figured out. Well, right. And it's also weird when people get old. And I've actually thought this at the doctor myself. So like my parents are getting old. So their doctors are old. And like we and then, you know, that's their guy or their or their lady and they're not switching. Oh, no, 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 no. So you get in there and the doctor, I'm like, oh, I don't know about this. But then I find myself, I'll go to the dentist or the doctor. And somebody that's like 30 will walk in. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. What are you, 12? Yeah. You got you have a driver's license. I need some proof that you're actually graduating from a school. So though they they have their little doctors, and I mean, I I, th- I don't know when you age out on that. I think it should be like a pilot's license. What? I mean, they make pilots retire. Why they should make presidents retire? They should make all these old people. And my parents are those old people, but there's some jobs that no, that wow. no, like when when my dad retired, he became a golf marshal. That's perfect. It Just is. get in a cart and go yell at other old people. That's why you're here. It was perfect. Well, I know the other thing. I remember you talking about this um, because I know your parents like Joe Biden, and I know they they wish for the best for Joe Biden, but they, they, they called this a couple of years ago. They said he's too old. They did. I Well, when they turned 80, I go, because they're the same age, about the same age as Biden, I go, tell me the truth. Do you think you guys could be president? And my dad goes, do you mean individually? I said, as opposed to what, dad? He goes, could we do it as a couple? 
Because some days I don't remember anything, and your mom remembers all kinds of stuff, and then then vice versa. Like, together we're about 72. (laughs) (laughs) I said, said, well, that would be an idea, I guess. If we're going to go over 80, maybe we check out your spouse as a helper. Um, It's it's so ridiculous. And now, I mean, like, Mitch McConnell is... Okay, they want to call it a freeze. Well, when my dad had freezes, we took him to the hospital and they turned out to be uh, tiny strokes. Like, he's stroking out on TV and we all just go, yeah, well, I don't know. Are the Jets on yet? I mean, it's not even like an emergency. People, what are we? And apparently he went behind the scenes and fought to keep his job. Dianne Feinstein was missing from the Senate for a month and had no recollection of that. Not, I mean, not, Diane Feinstein doesn't even know she's in D.C. at this point. And wh- where is her, no, I don't. Where is her family telling her, it's, <laughs> Grandma, it's time to go home? I don't know why nobody. She's so old. During COVID, I watched a whole uh, series about the Night Stalker, and she was the mayor of San Francisco when the Night Stalker was running around. Are you kidding? Holy no, God. I'm not. She's in the show a few times because I paused it. Holy and I God. said to my mom, I said, it was in a, a black and white clip, and I said to my mom, why do I know that lady in the background? Who is that? She said, oh, that's Diane Feinstein. I'm like, oh, my God, did you know Dracula? How old are you? Like, this is, I just think it's gotten so crazy. If there's a minimum, why is there not a maximum? Well, it, it, there should be, uh, you should have to, as you said, you should have to age out of the Supreme Court. You should have to age out of the Senate. The average age of the Senate now is they died three weeks ago. I mean, that's not right. right. That's not helpful. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. And when you think about it, like, so my dad's got all these tax attorney friends, but they're also 82. And then my dad will be like, oh, so-and-so can help you with your taxes. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I don't do it because they're 82. I'm right. like, no, I'm going to give it to somebody who's 52 or 42 right. or so that's just my taxes. <laughs> and we're talking about a nation. I mean, I don't know. Something, maybe something drastic will have to happen. And then people will be like, okay, well, we shouldn't have done that. Maybe we should get a rule going. I don't want to give any excuses to politics, but I mean, it seems like COVID broke a lot of things, but you know what it didn't break? And talk about this for a second. There's a new comedy boom going on in this country. And it's, it's the A-listers, the best at the business, you and, you know, a handful of others who are selling out these giant places. And that's why when you're going to Chicago theater, don't screw around. Don't wait to get your tickets. You get them now. You have permission to leave this show right now and make sure you get your tickets. Um, KathleenMadigan.com. Just link on the show uh, or Google it up, you fancy folks, and get your tickets. But are you surprised at, at comedians doing the old Steve Martin thing and filling up these arenas? Because you're one of them. It, it's amazing. And I don't know... I- Here's what the one little tiny thing COVID helped when they when they called us all back to work, like a lot of the gigs I worked, they were like, yeah, because I got way 50 times the calls that I would normally get. And I'm like, what is going on? Well, it's because the music people take so long because they have so much stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. They need they need to map out a grid of like, you know, six months. Of they got semi trucks, they got to load in, they got to load out, and then everybody woke up and went, "Hey, Kathleen just has a purse and bar napkins with jokes on them in the purse. Maybe she can be here tomorrow." And, well, you bet I can be there tomorrow. And then the, the comedians just started. I don't know. I think it's um, I think it's Netflix and Amazon with all of our specials on there, and more people are just finding it compared to the old days. If I had one on Showtime, you'd kind of have to be watching Showtime at that time. 
to know it was there. The, the, the fact that they're always there is, and if you look at it, like the comedians, we have way more specials than say a live music special. That's true. No, it's absolutely you know, true. And we're just a lot easier. Low maintenance, um, not many people. It's just me in an opening act. Somebody answer the back door and let me in. <laughs> that's that's well, even, but- even sound even sound check. I just go, hello, is this on? Okay, we're done. Yeah, right. Yeah, sound check takes 10 seconds. And, and by the way, you don't even have to show up for that. Someone else can go, hello, it's on. Um, right. But I look at some of these guys. Like, I, I love John Mulaney. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. But he doesn't dance. He doesn't even move around that much. He's just this skinny guy with great hair. And yeah, I'm a little bitter. And he's selling up the United <laughs> Center. It's, it's, yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, there's a there's a uh, there's quite a few of them out there. There's levels that I haven't reached, and I nor do I. I'm not sure I want to like that arena situation. I'm good with the big old fancy theaters or the any theater. Even I, I still like the clubs when I'm off. I'll go down and hang sure. out at the club. But um, you know, more power to them because you're just raising the bar for everybody. So uh, we're we're ha- I mean, there's young guys that are just, Shane Gillis just sold four thousand tickets last week. I Charlotte, I think. Oh no, Detroit. Um, yeah. It's it. Yeah, and he's a youngster. Um, and some of some of the TikTokers will come and go. They're they get a moment in the sun, and then you never hear them again. But there's quite a few that are actually really, really good as actual standups. So yeah, you, you're doing a bunch of stuff. It's not just the tour, and you're everywhere on the tour. But oh, and by the way, you still got hunting Bigfoot, of course, because as you talked about, the specials live forever. So you can see hunting. Yeah, Bigfoot and that one, time. that one they threw up in. Uh, they put that up in like March, so it's still got a good. It's still got good life to it. So that's good. So check that out. And the pubcast. Now the podcast I do live from my office, which you've been nice enough to be on many times. Um, you know, I thought maybe you and I and a couple other people would be doing these podcasts because I've been on the radio for a long time, and you know, it takes a certain bit of talent or or the ability to make people think you have it to talk for a living. <laughs> And, and yet now there are 3 million podcasts. Anybody with a thousand bucks and a mom that can drive them to Best Buy can get a podcast. So it's tough. It's tough to break through. And I, I, I'm, I'm thrilled to see the podcast is a big hit. Yeah, it's doing really good. I didn't know if I could keep doing it when I went back on the road, like hardcore, but it's easy enough. Um, if I can do it, you know, anybody, that's why somebody was going to charge me, I don't know, a crazy amount of money to do, to put it up every week and, and to actually t- teach me how to do it. And I'm like, there are 13 year olds in their basement doing this alone. I'm sure I can figure this out if I try. Um, and the people that come out to the shows, I mean, it's just like a third of the people uh, or more, maybe half when I say, you know, thanks for listening to the podcast that are aware of it. So that's good. I mean, it's been, it was just a happy accident. I just got very bored during COVID because I always said, I'm not doing a podcast because all the ones I get asked to be on are other comedians podcasts. And then we just sit around and talk about being a comedian. And I'm like, how, how many more of these can we do that it, people are going to care about? Like it, I've, I've done a hundred of them. And I used to even joke at the, at the club in LA. I'm like, I will only do a podcast if it's my mom's I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done being on them. I don't want to talk about comedy anymore. I've said all there is I can say, like, come on, guys, what are, what are we actually doing here? But then I ended up starting one, but I don't I have guests and I don't interview other comedians. I just do weird stories from the news that make me laugh. Right. And there's no shortage of that, which is great. And you're yeah, great, um, it, 
It keeps going. Yeah. Just when you think America might have their act together. No, we don't. No, 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 no. We we don't. Not close. And you know, you're talking (laughs) about, you're talking about everybody doing the podcast thing. You know, I've done radio for 40 years and there's a kid across the street who's maybe 14 who arm farts songs and he can be on a podcast just like I do. Uh, So I'm thinking about having him hit. I'm going to hire a guy in Chicago and have him hit. Yeah. Yeah, bring them over. Why not? Well, it's got to be. Uh, the other thing is, and I'm a little concerned about this, because you are uh, a loyal Missourian. You are, uh, you are you are from a great Missouri family, and yet the rumor is you're going to be throwing out the first pitch at the Cubs game. Are you concerned for your own security? <laughs> well, I had to have a meeting with my uncles because they're the most diehard, and I don't want to be banned like from Thanksgiving and uh, they were all like, Oh, that's a great honor. Yeah. You should definitely do it. I, it the, the Cubs Cardinals thing. It, there's never, I've never experienced any hate there. Like even in my, tw- in our twenties, when we would come up from St. Louis, like going to Chicago was like going to Hong Kong. Like we'd never seen anything that big. And it was, <laughs> it was so, it was just amazing. And we were like, what? We can get a beer at three in the morning. I love this town. I'm never leaving. I mean, we did all the, the basic here's Chicago stuff. And then as time went on, I spent all the years there working, but even the Chicago Cubs, the, the Cubs card series, we're always fun and friendly. If they came down to St. Louis or we came up there, we were probably a little wilder because we hadn't seen anything that that crazy big and just a city with like a train and, you know, things that make up a city. <laughs> um, so uh, I feel good about it. I don't like, I really don't think I would do it if it was the Dodgers, like a team that I don't like, or I don't like the, you know, like the history of it, you don't have a you don't have a connection to it. You can do that. Yeah, there's no I, there's no reason. Like, I mean, I I really love the city of Pittsburgh. I, I guess if they asked me, I would, but I wouldn't feel. You know, I didn't go there a bunch of weekend in my twenties just sure. to get drunk like I did to Chicago. Right. I mean, like it became our fun city. So, and it was a big deal to go up there. And even now, for Blues Blackhawks, have you done it before? Have you done it at Bush? Say. I did it in, yeah, in St. Louis. It was terrifying because it's like when you're doing something you don't normally do and then you realize, oh, my God, there's like 30. I'd say when you do that, the stadium is probably half full. It's not full, full because you're doing it before all this stuff. But then you see your name up there and I'm like, oh, wow, this was the stupidest thing I've ever agreed to because you realize it's also very far away. And I'm holding a baseball and I told that there's all these people around home, like media people and Fred Bird. And I'm like, hey, you guys should move. And I'm going to throw this now. And I'm not being fake humble. I'm not sure where it's going. Right. So if you don't want a ball in your temple, I mean, I'm not going to throw it hard, but. Um, you know, this is, this is risky. Well, that's a, that's <laughs> a, I'm, I'm warning you. I'm this, warning you. This is a true story. I've done it a couple of times at Wrigley and a couple of times on the South side. But when, one of the times I did it at Wrigley, the guys in the booth said, in, you know, the ex players, guys like Steve stone at that point said, Oh yeah. 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 said, you got to throw it hard, man. You got to throw it hard. Don't hold back. Gotta throw it hard. Got to throw it hard. Got to throw it hard as you can. And, uh, well, that know, was, yeah. So my brother goes, you're going all the way to the mound. And you're not letting someone come to, towards you. I said, you know, I I don't know that I can throw it 60 feet accurately, Pat. And he said, well, you got to try. You got to try. You don't know if you'll ever do it again. You got to try. Well, the ultimate, so the, I did, the, the ultimate truth is you, you're, the only way you're really remembered for doing it is if you're really bad. A good pitch. Yeah, I mean, 
Right. If I want to make it on Sports Center, I got to throw it in the stands. <laughs> right. You got to take out a nun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or the mascot or something. <laughs> I don't want to be on Sports Center. I just want to throw it so I don't look like when George Bush, the president, threw it. Yeah. That was really bad. Yeah. Really bad. All right. So that's that's Saturday at Wrigley, but a week from Saturday, the 23rd, that's the Chicago theater date. And wherever you're listening around the country, you're going to Richmond, you're going to Charlotte, Des Moines, Kansas City, Virginia Beach, Washington, Fort Worth. All the uh, tour dates are at uh, KathleenMadigan.com. I'm looking at you got some cool swag as well here. Yeah, they're, they're, it's mostly podcast shirts. They they really like them, so I just keep making them. And I got these youngsters that they're, they make it so easy. I just call and say, can you make up another one? And they do it. So it's great. Yeah, it is pretty cool. Well, listen, I, I, I hope your mom and dad are doing well. I hope they listen the next time a major natural disaster comes through. But you didn't talk too, you didn't talk too <laughs> much about your brothers and sisters. You mentioned them a little bit. You mentioned the accountant thing, but didn't your brother do your taxes for a long time? Um, well, he would get it prepared for the guy. Ah, like he would get all this stuff together, you know, like it's, it's stupid comedy, comedian things. You have to have mileage you drove, days on the road, and then I would start trying to piece that together. And then receipts of food and you know, like the road, all the road stuff. But it's hard because we got to do every state individually. I mean, it really is enough to make you your head explode. Right. So um, he, he would be there for yeah. that. He would be like the organizer guy. Got it. And then he would deal with the tax guy. Yeah. He's not an accountant. He's a financial guy. Yeah. And, and as your brother, it's the least he could do. So did you want to name which of your sibs are your favorite or you want to save that for next time? I'll save that for next time. Yeah, that's <laughs> and, and it depends on which day you catch me on. <laughs> I get it. I know how crazy this travel thing is. I really appreciate you jumping on, but I will, I can't wait to see you. Gonna, All right, we'll see you soon. I can't wait. Yeah, going to bring out my wife and and, uh, and Andrea Darlis will be there and some friends and and uh, get these seats while they're available. At Chicago Theater, September 23rd, coming up on Saturday night. If you're at Wrigley on Saturday, get there early and sit down low. See if you can take one in the teeth from Kathleen because she's not holding back. Yeah, I'm firing on all cylinders. Firing. She's giving you the heater. Uh, thank you, Kathleen. All right, man. We'll see you soon. 30 years plus on the airwaves. You have turned your dial to me. Now you're tuned into my podcast. It's live from my office, Steve. From Ithaca, New York, to Carolina South, W. Cochran Steve. From Minneapolis, and then Chicago twice Top-rated shows achieved Sit back, relax, and now listen to my show When or wherever you are, cause you're on the go A-list celebs with some laughs and great info Live from my office, the Steve Cochran Podcast Show Yeah, 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 No better place to be Yeah, 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 yeah Subscribe and like for free So glad you're with me. It's live from my office, Steve. Thank you for listening to Live from My Office, a service of Monkey Run Productions. All rights reserved. The podcast is hosted by Steve Cochran, and it's mixed, edited, and produced by me, Ross Cochran. Steve is available for corporate speaking gigs. He would love to emcee your event. And occasionally, he's funny. 
Thank you for listening. Head to CochranShow.com for more.